0: Hello, I'm Becky Tuttle and it is my privilege and honor to serve as city council member representing District 2 and this year I'm also serving as vice mayor and with me I have council member Maggie Ballard. Maggie, how are you today? I'm
1: doing great. How are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. How's your week been?
1: It's been very good, very busy. I'm just trying to get prepared for this weekend.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Did you do anything fun for the Fourth of July, which seems like it was a year ago and was just a couple days ago?
1: Yes, um, I worked a firework uh, tent, so we were very busy. Yes, I bet
0: for sure. didn't really get to do a lot and um, just did some things around the house after being out of town but did get calls and emails from um, constituents regarding fireworks and I know we've been working on our plan in the community for several years mm-hmm. to make sure everybody's safe and that you know we're allowing people to celebrate um, celebrate safely but then also you know some of our neighbors who may have issues with the fireworks so I did speak with our fire chief Chief Snow and she let me know that the Wichita Fire Department is planning to put together a community committee to have stakeholders to be able to provide some input and options for 2023. That's great. Yeah, I always like to let our constituents and our residents know that when they reach out to us, we hear and we try and um, take their considerations into account for sure. Yes. So next week on a council, we have a pretty short council agenda, but we're going to be discussing several IRBs, and one of them is Wichita Machine Products. Our mission for the city of Wichita is to be an exceptionally well-run city, and one of the factors of that is to grow our economy. So this is just another way that the city of Wichita can use the tools in our tool belt to make sure that we're helping our economy grow. And Wichita Machine Products has been in Wichita since 1980, and they're a small, medium Medium, um, precision machine products company and they have about 5,000 square feet now but they're going to build another 18,000 square feet and it's going to be manufacturing space and office on 6.6 6 acres so um, like I said IRBs are just one of the tools that we use in our economic tool belt but they're going to be doing 2.2 million dollars in property improvements in district 4 so I'm sure that council member Bluebaugh is very excited and, and happy to see this agenda item come before us and a thank you to Wichita Machine products for investing in Wichita
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yep. and I see that you also have one in your district an IRB
1: yep we do um airxl they will be um, I actually met them a couple weeks ago at the wind Surge game so excited that they are um, doing an additional expansion um, they did one maybe a year or two ago so they're moving moving right along so yeah super excited um for them as well um, also the manager will present the 2023 And 2024 um, annual budget. There's a lot of really good stuff in there, I think, this year. There's uh, fire and police stations, dog parks. Um, I think they're looking at adding a new one and then some improvements as well. Uh, Hydration stations. um, uh, Part of the Amidon Bridge Project is in there and lots more. So I would encourage anyone to look and see what else is in there maybe near them and we have
0: had robust community engagement as we always do during our budgeting process we had a social media town hall we have our budget simulator there was budget presentations at all of our district advisory boards I'm sure there's other things that I'm missing so I always say I've said this consistently for every time I've been in council that um, we make lots of important decisions but I feel for me personally as a council member the budget vote is the most important vote that I make because we're you allocate your treasure is a reflection of your values and so you know when people ask what are some priorities for me for budget this year for the you know operating budget and then also for the cip which is our capital improvement program (laughs) i always reflect back of again to our mission of being an exceptionally well-run city so we want to make sure we support our police and fire departments we want to make sure that we grow our economy and we have very targeted industries um advanced manufacturing and materials aerospace agriculture energy healthcare care IT um, and transportation and logistics and then also to build and maintain our infrastructure and to make sure that it's reliable so that our community members have the opportunity to live well um, and then also you know by living well having parks and Rec and affordable housing and library services and transit and cultural and arts so it's all important everything in there is important and impacts people's lives on a daily basis so really important and thoughtful decisions decisions need to be made as we're deciding how to allocate our treasure. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Well, we also are going to be discussing sewer mains for future development. Um, So when I was reviewing the agenda item, again, going back to building and maintaining reliable and dependable infrastructure for our community. So this is something that's really important. It's in our capital improvement plan for 2022 to 2023, I think. Yes, it's 31, excuse me, 2022 to 2031. And we're allocating um, almost $2 million for this. So this will be another project that we'll be working on and something that it. You know, our public works department just does an outstanding job. One of the things I think that happens in public works, and I laugh with Alan King, our director, is that people really appreciate their work when there's the absence of it, right? Mm-hmm. When something doesn't go well or, you know, the water doesn't come on or the, the, show, the streets aren't shoveled or, or you know, the suite, street sweepers aren't working, that's when people notice it. So this is just making sure that we're being proactive and making sure that we're taking care of the assets and expanding the assets that we have.
1: Awesome. Uh, Next week is also the first meeting of the redistricting committee, um, and Councilmember Hoheisel will be making his appointment next Tuesday.
0: Yeah, and I think the first meeting is going to be next Tuesday at mm-hmm. 4.30, and this is based on our Charter Ordinance 173, and so the, the kickoff meeting is at 4.30. It's going to be here at City Hall, and the Commission of Elders that six of us appointed last week, and then as you mentioned, Council Member howell will this week, will first understand what the requirements of Charter Ordinance 173 are, mm-hmm. and, and I thought it might just be interesting for the community to learn what those are, that uh, making sure that in the six city council districts that we have that they're equal distribution Um, and then there's also reasonable compact areas in each district that they're maintained we also need to make sure that the election precincts that are set by the county election commission are followed so we can't break up hoas we can't break up election precincts Um, we want to make sure that we don't use um, any partisan data Um, i i think it's such a a a significant and impactful um, and purposeful um, addition to our community just something that's really important to me and i think is is a true benefit that we're not partisan as city council members we all just care about the community and partisan shouldn't be a part of it and then also the integrity of the broad cohesive areas of interest are maintained so i think the first meeting is just going to be kind of the logistics and trying to make sure that the newly appointed commission of elders understands what their tasks is 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 given to them. So yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion. There's been a lot of social media attention. There's been a lot of attention. And and truly, redistricting is just about counting heads and making sure that each of the six districts are equally divided. So that's that's what it is. So the county just went through the process a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and did it pretty flawlessly. So I'm hopeful that we can do the same.
1: Yes, I agree. Do you have any Do you have any weekend plans?
0: I do. Um, One of the things that I'm always excited about it. Meets every other month is the Cedric County Association of Cities. Mm-hmm. And I always try and go, and I used to go even before I was on council. But there are 19 cities within Cedric County, and then there's also the county is represented. And at tomorrow morning's presentation, it's going to be from a new initiative called Recovery Connect. And so I did a little research to find out what it was, and I'm very excited. It's a Cedric County initiative, and it's an economic recovery program. And the Wichita State University Public Policy. Policy and Management Center is the one who is going to be facilitating the process. And it's to connect individuals, small businesses, and non-for-profits to resources to help them recover from the pandemic. And so this is, it's going to be a website. There's also a process that they can go through. But let's say that you're an individual and you're struggling because of some some implications from the pandemic or a non-for-profit or a small business. This is an entity to provide you technical assistance to help you co- to, you know, kind of navigate you through the often con Very complicated process of obtaining funds or services. So kudos to Cedric County for starting this, and especially because it's going to raise awareness, access, and then provide support. So going to go and learn more about that, and then also interact with our electeds from across the entire county. It's always a great opportunity to hear what's going on in other cities and at Cedric County. And then I'm going to try and go to the art museum. One of there's a new exhibit that I'm very excited about—a glass Mm -hmm. exhibit. Um, I love to support our entities and especially when it's a really hot weekend like it's going to be mm-hmm. the art museum sounds like the right place to be for me and have a little lunch maybe at the muse ca- yes. um, cafe and hit one of the best gift shops in town that's right there so i'm um, happy to go and do that and probably just remind everyone, too, to stay um, inside if they can, if they're outside of any of our other activities, to stay hydrated. Make sure they take breaks and go inside. Yep. But how about you?
1: Awesome. Well, if you get the chance, I know the Indian Center is also having um, a little um, event where they're selling different, you know, beaded items and different things that they're making. So um, that should be should be a good time. Love Your Community is also going That's on right. over at Evergreen. Um the wind surge will be playing Um, and I know Nico Hernandez is fighting at, um, Coke arena. So
0: lots and lots Lots of different
1: things going on.
0: Yeah. Whenever people say there's nothing to do in Wichita, I always say, just come and and talk to me for a minute. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) There's more to do than anyone could ever imagine. And something for every generation, every income level, there's, you know, no cost, low cost activities. There's always something going on in our great city. That's why it's such a great place to live.
1: Yes, I agree. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Be sure to subscribe and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: Thank you.